Hey, everybody, it's Dave, and we're back with episode two of Good Luck With Your Life. It is November 12th, the day after what I call Remembrance Day. You guys call it Veterans Day. Same thing. And we're a week and a half after the election. Still no firm results. And by firm, I mean conceded results. And by conceded, I don't mean braggadocious. I mean... Somebody just doesn't want to admit they lost. And uh, yeah, I mean, what, what are you going to do? You know, the Trumpster, he's going down with a fight. Whether it's a good fight or a bad fight, he's, uh, he's going down with the fight. Um, I mentioned last week, I'm Canadian. I don't get what is going on. I don't understand how this is actually even a thing where these two guys can even contest what is happening. Uh, why do you only have two parties? Why do you vote for a president? One dude, you know, I don't even think you vote for a president of like Microsoft. You have to be appointed via, I don't know, hopefully some kind of an interview. Um, I think I cracked this joke last week and it's a stolen joke, by the way. Uh, Chris Rock said it, anybody can be president. And that means anybody can be president. That's both a good thing and a bad thing. You know, we've got uh, folks who dream about being president. Maybe they come from the slums and their dream is to run the country. And uh, that's a beautiful dream. It's a beautiful dream to have, except it's also a terrible dream to have because that means anyone can be president. That means I can be president. Well, I can't be. I'm Canadian. But somebody exactly like me could be president. And that is the worst possible outcome for America. If somebody with my intelligence level and experience and let's call it life experience bias uh, gets to run the show, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Uh, and uh, I don't know how one one person does all that. I'll give the Trumpster credit, though. He hasn't lost hair or I mean, at least I haven't seen photos of him um, aging quite as badly or as uh, quickly, let's call it. Maybe not badly. Obama's still a good-looking dude. Um, not as quickly as, as what those guys did, um, which probably just means that he just did not give a fuck about any day he was in office. I read somewhere that he's been on the golf course 400 times or something like that. Maybe 299 at a golf course 400. Good for him. Good for him. My dad's retired. He hasn't been on the golf course 400 times. Um I would even guess, I love golfing. I don't think I've been on the golf course 400 times in my whole life. Um, and that's not because of a lack of time. So uh, good on the Trumpster. Uh, he's definitely keeping himself relevant. Uh, he is uh, <laughs> hes pissing everybody off, which I think is really, at the end of the day, all he's trying to do. I don't think he's really trying to stay in office. Um, and again, I don't want to make this political at all. And certainly I'm not recommending this movie, but if you want a good laugh, uh, there's a Michael Moore documentary called uh, Fahrenheit 11.9. He did one called Fahrenheit 9.11, but 11.9 is the one. Um, and he makes a good point. When Trump won the last election, uh, he makes some point where he's like, does it ever, does it not seem like this is the most unhappy winner of any election ever? Which it seems sort of true. So good on Trumpster. He did it for four years. I think he's going to make a shit ton of money going forward. He's got whatever it was, 70 million plus votes. Um, whether those people hate Biden or love Trump or are just purely Republicans, who knows? But there's going to be a lot of cash in a lot of rallies going forward. And uh, 
as much as I might like to be at one, I am definitely, definitely not going to go. Uh, more talk on the election. Let's see here. I think I, I was really, I was thinking of a joke around um, the uh, the forefathers. I don't, I don't really understand what the obsession is uh, in in the America about the forefathers. I can tell you honestly. I know who the first prime minister of Canada is, and that's all. And I don't know how they came to the agreement that they were going to separate from the old dominion of the British monarchy, but. Um, I guess they didn't separate as a, from the dominion. They became a dominion. So whatever the case, um, it's funny. You've got all this technology now. I'm speaking into a microphone on a laptop. And the that same person who can become president, who's American and not Canadian, um, all of a sudden doesn't believe in this technology anymore. It's what the forefather said in 1776 is the most important thing ever. Could you imagine that your job? your boss was still adhering to the same principles and rules that were first written when the company was, was, uh, was formed. And, you know, let's pick a company. Let, let's pick a bank, Wells Fargo. I know shit company. Everybody's mad at them already. So let's shit on them. Probably started in the 1800s. I don't know the true history, but let's say they'd still did banking like they did in the 1800s. What nobody would go bank there. Why are people still worried about what the, the Second Amendment says? And that's probably not even the most important. I've never read the Constitution, but I do know what the word amendment means. And the First Amendment and the Second Amendment seem to be uh, just that, amendments. I believe those are changes. You make a change to something. Um, there's addendums. There's amendments. Somehow, we don't want to change the change. Um you know, maybe they wrote them in concrete. Maybe they're just like the Ten Commandments. Um, nobody can find those blocks, except we're all pretty happy to go along with the rules. But my point is, is uh, let's fire the forefathers here. Let's fire the forefathers. Everybody's got an iPhone and iPods or an Android or a laptop or whatever, whatever it is that you find your information on. Let's move away from the old shit rules of the 1700s. You know, I'm not going to tell you to be religious or not, but there seems to be a lot of people who don't give two fucks about the Bible anymore. And good for you. Believe in whatever you want. But uh, let's maybe let's maybe trace those same types of uh, of rules, lifestyle choices um, away from whatever whatever the fuck was written in 1776. Um, you know, I, again, I'm not the guy to write the new rules, but let's come up with some new ones because that's uh, that's a bit much. You know, and, and maybe a good time. Trumpster, you're the you're the apprentice guy. So let's let's fire everybody and uh let's move on. Let's let's make some new rules here. Um if we all want to go back to how it was pre-COVID, um that's a little bit odd. Let's get away from all the old shit tradition and let's move forward here. This is this is enough. Um so 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 that's my thought on the election. That's my thought on the election. COVID is still running rampant. Uh, indoor dining is still not uh, happening. Uh, I think it's amazing how there's tents all over the streets and uh, signs everywhere saying we're closed, except for indoor-outdoor dining or outdoor-indoor dining, whatever it would be called. Nothing makes sense anymore. Um, I'd like to, to go along with the Instagram memes and say that 2020, uh, all those memes saying 2020 just end. 
uh, I don't think it's going to end come January 1st. So uh, get ready for your 2021 to be ruined. Uh, nothing's changing uh, as we go forward here, my friends. Um, what I did get a kick out of and uh, what you see more often now as you're walking on the streets, if you're walking, uh, outdoor dining also comes with outdoor service. And I really do get a kick out of some of the uh, service staff um, and whether they're service staff or not, it doesn't matter who you are, but it happens a lot in service staff. You know, the waiter comes over, hey, you know, I'm Jeff. I'm going to be your server today. You know, whatever. And like, hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good, good, good. Can we get a couple of Diet Cokes and a, and a beer? And he's like, sure. But instead of just saying sure and even writing it down like a normal person, he puts his hands together like he's a yoga teacher and he does the namaste. Like, Thank you so much. Thank you. I don't, I don't know where that came from. And uh, I think I do know where it came from, but I don't know that it came from here. And I think whoever came up with that stupid emoji, um, that's your fault. It's your fault. Take it down. It doesn't make any sense. I don't want Jeff, my server, to be so grateful to me that I ordered three Diet Cokes that he needs to bow um, like I'm some kind of emperor. All I want is three Diet Cokes. You know, I get it. The, the, the restaurant's making lots of money off my Diet Coke. Shit costs like a cent, but uh, I don't need that. I don't need that, and I don't want to see that emoji anymore. Get rid of it. Apple, if it's your fault, I already don't like you, so I, you know, beat it. Get it out of here. Um, COVID stuff. Uh, I Maybe, uh, hopefully I didn't say this already, but uh, I've been traveling a lot over the, the, the time of COVID, and it's, it's getting funnier that every place I go, is more righteous than the other on where I came from. Now, if you've been following COVID at all, uh, Canada is it's funny. You go to Canada, but it's like, we did such a better job of containing COVID than America. Bullshit. No, you didn't. You didn't do anything. It's, nobody lives up there. Um, but I've gone from essentially a town or a city of 160,000 to a city of 2 million to the suburbs of that city of like 700,000 to a city of 7 million, to a city of 4 million. And it doesn't matter where I go. It doesn't matter how long I've been home. Everybody thinks everywhere else is a hotspot. And that's the bullshit of COVID. Nobody knows anybody who has it. I know a few people who have it, so not nobody. But nobody knows anybody who has it. It's rampant everywhere, but it's not rampant everywhere. Uh, I'll tell you, honestly, currently I'm in Chicago, and I don't know how many, how many people live in Illinois, but let's say it's 10 million, probably more than that. But if uh, 10,000 people out of 10 million get COVID every day, it's going to be tough to find. If I bought 10,000 lottery tickets, I might still not uh, even hit a number. I'll probably hit a number, but you know what I mean. Like it's, the, it's such a weird, stupid, weird piece of part of time. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but... Uh, yeah, people are crazy, uh, you know, and I was, I was shitting on the suburban housewife uh, last week with a couple of friends, but it's, it's not the housewife. It's just the house person. Let's call it the suburban house person is ruining uh, everything that uh, I don't know that we worked for, but like they really are taking a toll on like yuppie culture. Like yuppies are really going to be shit on for a long time. People are scared to go to the grocery store. You see these fools on the street with gloves on and 
walking around with, uh, I don't know, hand sanitizer spray and they won't touch doors when they're going into buildings. Like, I get it. You're scared. Nobody knows what the fuck COVID is, but you got to, you still have to act like a, a, a normal person. These people are losing their minds. Watch somebody walk around. I, I was doing it for a while, you know, doors with the big, long handles, you know, floor to ceiling handles. I would go grab the bottom at the beginning of this. I started thinking to myself, I'm like, you're the same idiot that you would be making fun of constantly. So I only really did that once. And that came to an end. But how how precautious can you be? You know, these same people are the ones who like you wear a mask, gloves, and then you get in your car and you drive, uh, you know, 95 miles an hour down uh, down Main Street. You know, nobody has any responsibility for any of their actions outside of COVID right now. You know, don't, I'm going to shit on them. I always say, you know, get ready for this. I always say, I don't want to shit on them, but I'm going to shit on them. If you know Tony La Russa, Tony La Russa is the, the Hall of Fame baseball manager. This guy is 76, maybe something like that. I don't know what he is, but he's definitely in his 70s. He's not as old as Biden, but I think he's older than Trump. So maybe he should have run for president. But point is, this guy is a COVID candidate. COVID candidate should be locked away at home. This guy got pulled over the other day for drinking and driving. Actually, that's not true. He got pulled over in the in the spring for drinking and driving. So whatever, good on him. But this fuckface, 76, is still drinking and driving. I wonder if he wore a mask all through the summer. He probably didn't. He probably doesn't give a shit. But I guess maybe I'm making the wrong point. My point is, is that folks are still drinking and driving. I'm in Chicago right now. Probably already said that today, but you got it again. I'm in Chicago and there's people jaywalking. There's people speeding. There's probably people stealing. You know, there's so many things going on. And yet these same fuck faces are probably wearing masks, wearing masks, washing their hands. I guess that that's the time we live in. We live in a time of prudent thievery. That may we start a website called Prudent Thievery. I'm going to try and get uh, closed cat or no, what's it called? CC footage? Security footage anyway of, of folks robbing places, but still being masked up and uh, and certainly with gloves, which I guess is kind of the funny thing. You, know, you watch people go into the bank now. Everybody has to mask up before they go to the bank. Imagine that was last year. People would be losing their minds. We'd be walking around with no facial recognition in the bank. Now, if you go in without a mask on, you're an asshole and they kick you out. It's really weird. Weird times, my friends. Weird, weird times. Um, there really isn't much else going on in the world. Um, this is really, uh, we're going to keep them short for the first bit, just for the record. 20 minutes each. Uh, I got to get used to speaking into this mic. Um, I definitely need to get better at being funny for you. Um, in time, we'll have some conversations. I think those are really what you guys want to hear. Nobody wants to hear me ramble forever. Um, but like I said, if you do have an email, send it over. Um, especially, uh, if you've got some, some stories about dating, um, more recently I've, I've, uh, well, I mean, I was single for a long time in my life and, uh, now I'm married. So I wouldn't say more recently, but more recently I got married. Um, and, uh, it's been awesome. It's great. Um, and uh, with that, though, I, I don't have a lot of uh, of uh, fun stories. Not that I would have a lot of fun stories, but I think um, the time of COVID probably made for some interesting dating scenarios. So uh, I want to hear about those. I want to hear about all of those. Um, I keep thinking of what a club is going to be like as we as we get back to normal. 
Um, I'm a big fan of house music and I, I can't even imagine what those dark, dungy, after-hour places are going to be like because they were already disgusting. They're, they're terribly disgusting. And how you, those people aren't putting money into sanitation. So hopefully they don't go away, but uh, unfortunately they probably will. Um, but with that said, uh, it would have been, it'd be awesome. It'd, it'd be awesome to hear how people are meeting, you know, thank goodness for Tinder. I'm sure Bumble, all those apps, uh, without those, you would have been screwed. Um, but, uh, even dating, like, what did you do on your first date? Where did you go? Uh, was there anything open? Um, there was an article actually, uh, in a Canadian newspaper from a health expert, I don't know how expert they are if they're saying this stuff, but uh, they were saying that during the time of COVID, uh, people should be using glory holes more often. I, I don't, I don't, that's, that's almost as stupid as the quarantine. Um, the quarantine is still the stupid, the most stupid thing that, that any of the so-called experts have uh, suggested. Um, go, <laughs> quarantine, stay home for 14 days, everybody. Uh, and it's still 14 days. It seems like the 14 days just keeps getting extended. Uh, but anyway, whatever the case, glory hole it up um, for all of you. Those, uh, uh, yeah, for all of you who are are maybe old enough to remember the Naked Gun movies, uh, watch those. They had it down pat. They had body condoms back. Uh, just a joke movie. It's a spoof movie. But uh, take a look at that one. It might have been part two. I, I can't really remember. But uh, Elvis's wife was in it. Um, Leslie Nielsen, I believe his name was. And uh, if you don't know who either of those uh, those two people are, O.J. Simpson was all, was also in it. So uh, good movies, fun times. Maybe smoke some weed or something. Watch them because they're probably pretty bad now. I think they're from the eighties. Uh, so watch those. Um, glory hole it up if you have to. Try not to though. Maybe uh, find yourself a COVID test. I think I saw them selling them at Costco, by the way. And for the price, you know how much they are. Not, I, I don't even know what a pregnancy test costs, but let's say I'm hoping anyway, a pregnancy test costs eight bucks, maybe 20, hopefully 20 at the most. If a pregnancy test costs more than 20 bucks, then, then we're all fucked. The whole fuck the government. But anyway, let's assume here for my stupid purposes that a pregnancy test costs uh, $18.99. A COVID test at Costco, no less, I believe I saw was like 120 bucks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having to spend $120 every time you freak the fuck out that you talk to somebody with COVID and now you have to go to Costco, buy the test, spit in the jar or pee in the jar or whatever you have to do. Then you have to send it away. And then I think they email you the results. That, I'm going to imagine that that is the whole reason why these tests are so fucked to begin with. There's no, there can't be any way to guarantee that that test is completely uh, perfect. Let's call it completely sanitized the whole way. No ability to impurify that sample. In addition, is the reporting so accurate that they're emailing the results to all of us in the actual proper perfect way? Most of the time when I order shoes from Nike, I get the wrong shit. And now you're going to tell me that my piss is going in a jar, in an envelope, into a lab, and that person is taking so much care that they're going to find my probably most imperfectly written email address on the form and send me the most accurate results. Which, by the way, hopefully it's not a piss test, but 
that would be funny. All the pee floating through the mail, which actually we're not going to end this yet. That's another thing. The mail. That's let's keep talking about the election. The mail. People are so perturbed. You like that word? Perturbed at the idea that mail ballots were fraudulent. What are we doing? Why are we mailing things? Who? Again, here's one. If we don't have a lot of listeners yet, but it, when we do, I want to hear from every single person who has gotten a piece of mail in the last 60 days, an actual written letter from a friend in the mail. Who the fuck is using the mail? Why are we using the mail? What are we doing? We have facial recognition on our computers. We have thumb touches on our phones or now facial recognition on our phone. Why would we ever use a system where there's a bunch of people walking the streets with bags to deliver things we need? Unless it's, you know, unless it's food, I guess. Now we got, everybody's got Uber Eats, but even Uber Eats, like maybe get the Uber Eats guy to come pick up your shit because at least you know and you can track it on the app. You know when your package is going to get to the postal service. What We're just putting it in a box on the side of the street with the hope that that same guy who, and, and trust me, I believe in mail-in votes, but you hope that this guy's going to pick it up bring it to another location. They're going to sort it, give it to another guy so he can bring it over. What what kind of archaic system do we, not even do we live in, because we don't live in it, because we can text each other and FaceTime each other at the drop of a hat. But what kind of society do we live in that still allows for this old, shitty, forefathered technology to be in place to take account of ballots use the phones people i don't know like that's really the true challenge i like to do i sometimes like you know what the problem is it's the chat it's actually the problem the problem is that we continue to use these traditional means of trash because you fuckers won't fire the forefathers rip up the constitution give everybody the right to say what they like if you want to keep having them giving them the ability to have guns fucking go for it go for it but write some other rules in there that you can't be a crazy fuck and if you shoot somebody you're going to jail but if you want to defend your property you're more than welcome to have a seat in the jail cell beside the guy who did whatever whatever it is but let's tear up the rules folks it's fucked up we have access to trillions trillions of dollars of technology and we're relying on a fucking adhesive stamp and then a letter count whatever it is these guys it's insane it's insane and you know one last point i'll keep going until i have more i'll keep saying one last point but did anybody see mitch mcconnell two weeks ago two three weeks ago i'm not a big you know Sometimes I, I'm, I'm going to say this a lot too, by the way, conspiracies aren't really my thing, except I do like listening to them. And Mitch McConnell's 78 years old. That guy, I don't know why he's still working. He's got to be rich. He's got to be like tired of going into the Senate to like be a dick. And not that I think a lot of people like him, but a lot of people don't like him. And that's got to be a rough, rough life. Anyway, did you guys see the photo of him where it looked like somebody literally beat the shit out of him? Like it looked like somebody smashed his hands and and like knocked him out and maybe he fell down the stairs 
which is even more reason for him to not be in the Senate. But more than likely, somebody was like, hey, man, like either whatever, do whatever you need to do to either get Trump out or keep him in. But you're not doing a good job right now. And we're going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) You know, it was weird. It was weird. He just showed up at a press conference like, no, no comment. No comment. Very, very different, but very similar to that thing where, and again, hopefully it doesn't happen very often, but you know, you see a female in the office who comes in with a black eye. You're like, hey, Susie, everything okay? She's like, yeah, everything's fine. You're like, that makes it sound worse. At least say you fell down the stairs or, I don't know, got in a fight with a mugger or something. No answer is the worst answer in all forums. I'm not going to profess to tell you to lie but if you have to please lie um and that's the lesson for today please lie so that we don't think um that the illuminati is coming after all of us because you somehow have been uh chosen as the one to hold all of our secrets uh mitch but anyway good talking everybody have a great week See you next time. And thanks for listening to Good Luck With Your Life. Peace.